Sorry, I got distracted by Tessa's face. The cat just like jumped on my on my desk, and I was like, "Oh gosh!" Oh, I tried to keep it going, but my brain just wouldn't. <laughs> friends and welcome to another episode of the Reading Queens podcast. We are here to talk about book talk books. I feel like this is a conversation we should have officially had like a really long time ago, <laughs> but we're here now, so it's fine. And we read some book talk books. We're going to talk about some ones that we want to read. It's going to be a grand old time. I am Valia. I am here as usual to be your host and I have two ladies joining me, so please say hello. Hi, I'm Stacy. Hi, I'm Tess. And we are going to have the best time (laughs) as usual. Um, Anyway, yeah, so that is our topic for today. I'm excited to talk about it. Obviously, you guys know I love TikTok. I am not ashamed to say it. So there's that. And yeah, there you go. So, you know, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. But first, Stacey, tell me about your life. Oh, okay. Um, so I guess I have just a minor update to the last time I was on because it was only a couple of weeks ago. Um, so we were like talking vaguely about buying a school bus and converting it into an RV. Now we're like almost certainly going to do a van that we're going to convert oh. into a RV. So um, there's a couple like we, we talked about like the pros and cons and stuff like that. But I think one of the things like we want to be able to go like not fully off-roading, but like off-grid, like to go into places that you with a school bus would be tough so um it's it's going to be interesting like talking layouts we've got like a conversion company that we want to use or we know which bus or which van we're going to buy um but we also have to sell the house still so <laughs> yeah we've got a plan though that's so cool yeah be fun. I, I have like... my whole like road trip already set I'm planning oh, that's what go I was gonna say I was like I feel like you already coast, probably yeah. haven't planned it out yeah so we have like our first couple months that we're gonna like stay near um because we're in the east coast uh like northeast we have family in Maryland family in New York um so we're going to and we have two free months at a campground here uh because we have a like a trailer camper that's already set at a permanent campsite so we're gonna like uh once we sell the house stay there for as long as we can or have to. So we have some time okay. to get the bus ready or the van ready. Keep saying bus. Oh, nice. Um, and then after that, we're going to like stay nearby so we can have Thanksgiving with family in New York and Christmas with family in uh, Maryland. And then we're going all the way west, all the way. And we're actually planning to go to Baja. So we're going to go all the way to like Whoa. San Diego. We're going all the way to San Diego and then down the peninsula. Uh, that's like the California, Mexico peninsula. So that's the plan. that sounds awesome. That sounds like it like it's happening. Like you know, like your last conversation, yeah. like you said, like oh, we're thinking about it, but you literally <laughs> are like Thanksgiving and things and Christmas. Yeah, yeah and- wait, I, I have as a thing is once I get like I'm like hyper fixated on it right now. Yeah, so like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just all I'm thinking about. Um, but yeah, so we still have to sell the house for it to be official, official. But otherwise, yeah, we're like we're doing the thing. So did you put it on the market already? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, <laughs> maybe not all. We need way. to, because it was like, it was always like April. We want to put it on. Um, but we also want to like finish. We have a spot in the basement we want to finish. It's like got like half drywalled. Um, and then that just keeps not happening. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Excited yeah, to see exciting. how that, yeah, fun, fun. We were just talking about vans here actually, because there is like a photographer that I really love and she's here and like, 
I know her and her and her partner go and do like van vacations. And there's like a company here that does, they're called like staycations or something like that, but you rent a van for, Mm -hmm. you know, per night, whatever, and you go and stuff. And so she's been like traveling and doing stuff with her partner and doing like photography. It's like a big thing in the UK. Um, Allison has a van. That's what I've been talking to her about. Um, She's supposed to send me pictures soon. (laughs) Yeah, it really is a thing it's a it's a fun thing i'm excited for you i'm excited to see how this works out for you i think that's gonna be like a great adventure yeah Mm -hmm. yes you moved so you're not selling a house or going on adventure yeah no i i moved but my my main update that is kind of exciting is that i got my very first book related tattoo and Mm -hmm. i actually haven't had a tattoo in a really long time i have like i have an assortment Um, and I think the last one I got was like nine years ago. So it's been a while. Um, and it's just something that I don't really think about anymore. I'm not like, oh yeah, I got to plan my next tattoo. Um, but then while I was writing a cage of crystal, which is the second book in my epic fantasy trilogy, I have a character who has a forearm tattoo and I really enjoyed designing her tattoos. I love that character because she's technically the first character I ever came up with. Like I I created her, birthed her 20 years ago, <laughs> pretty much. Um, she didn't have tattoos then, but she does now. And I really love the tattoos. They're um, based on uh, sacred geometry. They have like some symbolism for the four elements. And then what they mean in the story is like really, um, really cool to me. So I basically got matching tattoos with my character. So I have her forearm tattoos. Um, and I, they are like a variation of it because the only version that I have are like my really, like really fast version that I drew on the character illustration. And it's not super detailed because I'm like me. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to do those really gorgeous, intricate, sacred geometry tattoos. So I showed the tattoo artist I was like here's what I did it doesn't need to look just like that because that's just messy lines to hint at what the tattoo should look like so that people could be like oh yeah I know what that is but it's definitely not detailed and so I told her that and she designed something for me and incorporated all the elements that I said I wanted and it turned out really cool and it's I actually kind of forgot about it because I set this appointment like late last year when I was at, still writing the book and mm-hmm. then I like looked I'm like oh my gosh I'm like my tattoo is coming up and I was just like it like kind of came out of nowhere and uh you like I, okay so for me when I am planning something I'm really really excited and I like cannot wait it's like Christmas I'm just waiting for it I'm so excited but then if time passes I'll kind of lose excitement and so I wasn't like super looking forward to it when it happened I was like oh yeah I'm like not really in the mood to have a tattoo right now because I did like this <laughs> was like that was like a three month ago idea but then when I saw like the design and I was there I was so excited so I'm, I'm also like the type of person where like even even if it's something I really want to do, I like lose excitement just because it involves leaving the house. Like I have, yeah. <laughs> or I have a monthly massage and a monthly facial and like, I love them. But when the, I'm like, Ugh, I have to leave the house in three hours. I don't even want to go. But then like by the time <laughs> I'm there, I'm so happy. So that's like what the tattoo was like. It was like, like, ah, oh, I don't even want a tattoo. <laughs> I don't feel like dealing with that right now. But then like, I'm so, I'm so happy. I got it. I love it. It turned out really good. Yeah. And now I have a book related tattoo. That's related to my own book so that's kind of cool I think that's very cool (laughs) and it looks amazing like the the way it turned out is really cool I know you showed that that's a picture it was like healed immediately almost like it It looked really good right away usually my tat like tattoos are I usually get like really swollen 
um, it is now in the ugly stage because it's peeling. And so I just have like, so I'm lotioning it, it's peeling. So like my, I have just a layer of like peely skin and it just makes the lines look weird because like my, my top Mm -hmm. layer of skin is like shifted over it. Um, yesterday was so horrendously itchy today. It's a lot better. So (laughs) it's almost to the pretty stage again. Yeah. But that's very cool. It's like a, not everybody can say that they can do that. You know, even other writers, like a lot of them don't write tattoos into their books so they can't even say that (laughs) so even if I did I wouldn't be able to like envision it specifically enough and then if I had an artist like here's kind of what I want it would never be right or at least I'm afraid it would never be right yeah so then you pay for this big thing and then it's like not what you wanted and so I would I want a forearm tattoo and I probably will never get one because I'm too afraid (laughs) it won't be perfect oh yeah I mean but it helps that you can draw enough like that like because you're an artist you're able to like get at least the gist of like what it really looks like that yeah happen. and I also sent her some examples of like I like this style and yeah. yeah so she she had enough examples I also when it comes to tattoos oddly like I'm really controlling and like the art process but for some reason when it comes to tattoos I'm really like off hands about like I'm like you do what you want to do and I'm probably gonna like it and this might be because I designed a tattoo that I have on my body and I did it when I was like 20 or something and it is the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my (laughs) life it's so ugly but luckily it's in a place where I have like it my pants cover it and it's just destroyed by stretch marks from pregnancy so it's just kind of like this ugly thing on my body I'm like well at least no one sees it and it's even more ugly now that has stretch marks but stretch marks are cool because it it's from my child. So there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's cute. Yeah. I don't have any, um, tattoo or, uh, camping updates. Um, I have spent the last like six days editing basically nonstop. I mean, I've taken breaks and my breaks have been a K drama. (laughs) Yeah. Tess is very excited that I am watching. (laughs) This is one of her favorites, uh, boys over flowers. And, it's so good, you guys. I am pretty much obsessing. It's really hard. I'm like trying to give myself breaks in between because I'm doing a really fast edit and rewrite of this book to get it back to my editor. And I'm like, okay, if I do four hours of edits, I can do one episode because the episodes are like over an hour long. You <laughs> They're know? really long. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I have to, and it's not dubbed over, right? So I have to actually like focus. I can't be doing other things while I watch it. So it, it actually does help me to completely shut off my brain in the sense that I'm That's like... That's a good point. Yeah, like I can't be doing other things. It's literally, I worked for four hours. Now for an hour, I'm just like watching this and like reading it and in this like emotional turmoil <laughs> is where we're <laughs> at right now. So um, it's, it's actually like worked out really well. And I wonder if I just will pick like a K-drama for each book and just do that with it, that that'll be like my break, right? just stare mindlessly at the computer or the screen or whatever to give myself a break I don't know I'm finding it very helpful and I'm that's good it's really fast so I'm very excited about that so that's my life right now (laughs) hey dramas and editing (laughs) (laughs) basically anyway um let's talk about books then yeah that's what we're here for (laughs) but I love book talk we've I mean obviously we know this and I love getting obsessed over a book from a quote (laughs) (laughs) it's always really great for me to just see somebody promote their book in such a way that I see just like five to ten second video and I'm like yes Mm -hmm. 
please. I have it's actually so much easier for me to get hooked on a book by that, that way than yeah. like reading the blurb or something. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I have read a lot of my small town romances and hockey romances from the last two months have been book talk books. So mm-hmm. this has been great. I've been really <laughs> stacking up on my romance. But yeah, we're just going to go and talk about um, the books that we read for this one. Uh, Stacy's going to start us off. So go for it. Okay. I read The House of Lies and Sorrow by Emily Blackwood. And I'm not sure that this is a book that like is a big book talk book as in like everybody across the board's reading it but it went super viral and um had like it took off like at the beginning before she started posting about it she was a teeny tiny little indie author and she started posting about this book and she grew to be a like one of the top indie authors at the time um and so it's it was fun to watch her journey because I was following her before she started like really promoting that book Mm -hmm. um and I remember when I saw um, her book, like, you know, like doing fairly well. And I looked on Amazon and she was in the top 100 and I was like, Oh, she must be a bigger author than I thought. And um, then she started posting about how much of a difference that this made. And she was like really transparent about how she went from being teeny tiny to like really big in like Mm -hmm. a couple weeks because of this. Um, And so that actually like really inspired me, like gave me hope that like, Hey, you know, maybe I can do this. And it pushed me to, (laughs) post more videos and stuff. So um, that was part of the reason why I wanted to read this one. Um, So it is a a forced marriage book. So it's like forced marriage to the Fae, which um, is a great trope, you know? Um, (laughs) And um, actually even like the first lines are really fun because it's like, do you think he's going to kill you like right away? Because um, she's being forced to marry this Fae who is known for killing his wives. And um, yeah, it's and it has some like Akotar vibes in there where she like goes hunting and yada yada and he comes and saves her. And it's it's got all of those like like juicy moments that you know mm-hmm. from other books, but then um she is known for like the ones the the moments that she put in um her videos that have gone like really viral are the parts where he gets really, really defensive of her. So like he's very uh the the Faye is like very um broody and like off on his own and like I don't like anybody sorry I got distracted by Tessa's face I can't just like jumped on my <laughs> on my desk and I was like oh gosh oh my I God, tried God. to keep it going but my brain just wouldn't <laughs> um yeah. so he's very like broody he's like very broody and doesn't like anybody but then when anybody um like threatens her in the slightest he gets really really um, like aggressively protective, which I love, like the protectiveness is one of my favorite things. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's really fun. And I only read book one and I know she could, it's like, it's going to be five or six books. So I'm like curious where she's going with all of this. Oh, wow. That's pretty long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, I'm like, like, if it's bigger than a trilogy, I'm like, oh, that's commitment. (laughs) Right. I didn't know when I first realized when I read it. So I, uh, now I guess I'm committed for six books, but the last one's not out yet. So I might wait a little bit and um, Wait, has she published more than because... the first two? Yeah, I think she's got three out. Oh, okay. yeah, I think it's three now. Hmm. I thought it was the I thought it was the final. I I always just assume trilogies. If it's yeah. right, if it's not like standalones, I always assume trilogies. I'm like, I'm always surprised when it's long, especially if it's romantic. So I'm like, oh my gosh, how many times are they going to break up? I'm so stressed out. Or like, is are the love right. interests going to change? Like, especially if it's over three, I'm like, oh man. What are you going to do to this couple? How badly are you going to torture them? Right. Yeah, she's at three out. 
and okay. uh the fourth I don't know when it's out but I can okay. how exciting yeah you've got a whole long out. series oh, soon that that be. May 31st so oh wow oh, okay. that's pretty fourth she's releasing these pretty fast yeah no, I do remember her talking about how she wanted to slow down her writing and her release schedule a little bit because she was getting really stressed over that second book coming out because people were like demanding it oh because gosh, of the I success. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, I mean, I guess. Well, she has another series that she's writing in between too. Oh, yeah. She's that's got, true. It's called I know, Demons I and that. Darlings. Yeah. And I, oh. I don't know if it's out yet, but she, I, she's definitely putting at least one out before she finishes this series. You know, sometimes writers so. need that. You need to like switch back and yeah. forth between worlds so that you feel you don't feel too like, I don't know, too stuck. Because sometimes even if you like yeah. a series, sometimes you just get that itch to um, write some write something else. I'm talking to myself here. I got a brand new story idea and I want to write it so bad, but yeah. I have to finish the book I'm writing and another book. Or I can write it. But I'm like, okay, now I know what it feels like to be like, oh, I really want to not write this series right now. I want to write something else. <laughs> I do it all the time, but I have to like set them aside for a while. They have to brew for me. They have to like marinate before I'm able to actually write them. I can be so excited about it, but it still has to sit for like three months before I'm actually able to type. I feel like I, mean, I could helpful. write this new idea in like a month. Like I feel like I could just do it because it's that, it's that like, yeah inspired like it's that like wanting to be in my brain like I can write this so fast like no we have a book deadline we're gonna write this book everyone loves it oh my gosh the writer problems seriously it's so yeah. tough you guys it's so tough out here yeah yeah it's like you have to balance your muse with the business brain yep yep Which one you wins? Do. you're doing great honey you're doing great it's fine <laughs> you'll get there anyway um tess let's talk about your okay book. i will talk about guild and the plated prisoner series as a whole by raven kennedy this book such a book talk book like there is a mm-hmm. while where you could not go on book talk mm-hmm. without seeing a like a billion posts about it um and mm-hmm. i heard about this book long before i started reading it and i will say i've only read the first Three. I haven't actually read Glow yet. I've only real read Guild, Glint, and Gleam. Um, but I haven't read Glow. And then Gold comes out, I think, later this year. But I was so fascinated by two things. One, the fact that this was so wildly popular and everyone was reading it. But also because I kept seeing posts about, and this was more of people who were like trying to ask, like, should I keep going? Who said that the first book was just like, they didn't like it. And that the mm-hmm. first scene in particular was so off-putting that they couldn't get it past like the first couple of pages. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? And I would read. I read about, book one and like... never read more. <laughs> well, and that's <laughs> that's the thing is that like I was like, okay, like people would say these are the things I didn't like about book one, but then the comments, the comments, people were like, no, you have to keep going. That book one is like it's basically set up for this like really good character journey. And those parts that are like, especially that first page, like you don't have, don't expect the entire book to be like that because I will just say it is pretty intense. It basically starts Mm -hmm. in an orgy that the main character is being forced to watch and you get an immediate glimpse into her mindset. And this is, it's basically about a character. Um, So first of all, this is a King Midas retelling. So, you know, we know the, the story of King Midas, Um, He turns everything he touches into gold, but we are getting a story from the perspective of a woman who's madly in love with him, but he 
like, you know, pretty quickly that he's manipulated her. Like you can tell that their relationship isn't that healthy and that he's got all these girls. So she's like his concubine. Um, and he has a wife and she is like supposed to be his prized one. Like she, he's the one that she loves the most. And he's like, well, I have to like do all this stuff. I have to have like, you know, my queen and I have to, uh, blah, blah, blah. And you can tell that he's like, not really a great guy. And so that's the thing that I kept seeing is they're like, is this like, cause if you see it on book talk, Mm-hmm. it's it's uh stated as a romance like a really good fantasy romance that first book is not a romance the first book isn't even about the love interest and if you don't if no one spoils that for you you don't know that going into it and so you're like oh, okay I'm ready for a fantasy romance there's a love interest there's the main character nope that is incorrect like <laughs> you are supposed like I think it really helped already knowing like because I read the comments and they're like no keep going you don't meet the love interest until later and he's like a really good love interest and then that's when all the tropes happen like and they said you know I, I got a lot of things spoiled and it really really helped so that when I was reading the first one I'm like okay so I already know that this isn't the love interest I already know that she is in a like mentally unhealthy state she is being like it's basically a uh, Stockholm syndrome where she's like being captured but like she she lives in a cage like she literally lives in a cage that's like beautiful and enormous but it's still a cage and so it is it the theme is like this really great character journey of her realizing that she's a prisoner and becoming really really strong and every book has like a really good twist by the end and the twist at the end of book one I thought was really cool um and then I just can't spoil too much about it but that that is the encouragement that I will give is that yeah if you read the first page you're like oh my gosh is this whole book gonna be like this it's really not it's actually not like super dark and like it's like not dark romance. It's not super graphic. Um, there are some scenes that are like pretty unsettling, but not like, I mean, I've also read worse and have been like, Ooh, no thanks. And I'm pretty sensitive to like graphic scenes. And this one was fine for me. And I just, I do, I really love the main character. Um, once you do meet the love interest, it's great. It is definitely enemies to lovers. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really fun. Just such an interesting thing to see so much hype about a book, but then also so much negativity and then so much encouragement to get past. And yeah, there's some people who ha- like read it and they're like, yeah, it's not for me, but I was hooked from book one. Like I loved it. And I think it helped because I knew what the things that most people want to stop reading. I like knew those weren't really the point of the story. And then I kept mm-hmm. reading and I was like, yeah, this is good. And and also I wanted to read it because I'm like, as a writer, I want to know like what, yeah. <laughs> what made this book viral? Like what made this series viral? And this one's weird because it's kind of hard for me to put my finger on it because I think that's pretty amazing to have a first book that has so much like uh, polarity in what how people like it. Mm-hmm. And still the whole series is so popular. Like it's really, really popular. And it's a really great series. I love it. One of the things I'm learning as an author is that a lot of times surprise is like a key element to getting people to talk about it, which we all know like word of mouth sells books. Yeah. So I think even like when I'm looking at that, like even like just the TikTok viral videos, they're often like you have a setup and then this twist in just the 15 seconds where you're like, oh, I didn't see that coming or whatever. Like that often is something that could help you go viral. And then in books too, where you have like A Court of Thorn and Roses where they change love interests. And that it's like, it's fun to watch other people read it because it's like, ha ha ha, they're going to hate it or (laughs) they're going to love this person and it's going to change or whatever. And you watch, you can watch the progression. So like that, that change, that surprise, I think um, 
might be just it, you know? Yeah. But I'm never very good at that. I like to stick with my love interests. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's really... I don't know if I can do that either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't I don't think I could actually. I was like when you were talking about long books, I'm like, my wolf series is five books and I I like I couldn't change a love interest during that. Like that is not gonna be spoiler alert, that is not gonna be the twist that I put in my books. <laughs> But the closest that's... thing I've done is the red herring love interest. And I do yeah, actually I do like too. that where it's not really a love triangle, mm-hmm. but you have a a potential love interest that kind of messes stuff up, who comes in and kind of like plays with emotions a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that actually turned out to be my, it's he is still my number one fan favorite character. But anyways, I do love a red herring love interest. Um, I mean, I like it when they change mm-hmm. love interest too, but you really have to convince me and not make me yeah. sad. Yeah, I feel like I'm like thankful for books like that where they switch they switch love interests because then it has like the threat of it in my books where people are like, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, and, and I can still keep the uh, same love interest while, while, while still keeping the tension. Because uh, yeah. yeah, I like doing the, the, love, the red herring as well. Sorry, just random people running upstairs. So I have oh. to keep muting myself. <laughs> But anyway, back to books. Now, um, <laughs> that's really interesting. So you don't meet the love interest in book one at all? Like the actual love interest? I think you meet him he, at talk the end. Him. Yeah, okay. at the very okay. least. Like, I don't know if he even makes a physical appearance. And the first one's like pretty short. Like they get really long at the end. But yeah, you like know mm-hmm. about this character. Uh, you know about this character as like a villain. Like, oh, this is bad. From her per- point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you don't. they don't actually spend time together until the second book. And then you get like the enemies to lovers like tension which is really fun and then yeah that's like it's pretty slow burn like I buy it doesn't get like they don't really get together until book three and then there's complications of course and yeah I'm curious what happens in glow because I haven't read it yet and I'm trying not to look at any spoilers because it's, now I, you're invested so you want to yeah. know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool that's very interesting it is de- it's definitely one of those things that from a writer's perspective I'm like how do you do that like how yeah how did you just just first book it's like not a waste in a sense but if it's a romance mm-hmm. like it is you yeah, just like wasted all this time it's not really what you expect like it's definitely not mm-hmm. like the and I would say I would probably more accurately say it's a romantic fantasy than a fantasy romance mm-hmm. fantasy romance has different expectations but from readers readers don't often know the distinction as well as writers do because as writers we have to know how to market our books so right. I do think readers more often call this a fantasy romance but it's more of a romantic fantasy that revolves around um like a character progression which is really cool I really like the main character and she's a like she's a sunshine character which is really I think that was like what I didn't expect because people kept saying how like it's really dark and it's like mm-hmm. like there's there's like the the first scene is like the orgy scene so it's just like I don't know having a sunshine character in that and she's like in she's a prisoner um I thought that was really interesting and she's not like a like a um like she's not dumb sunshine she's not like oh my gosh blah 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 she's (laughs) just like she um says what is it like she's like bright side like she's always saying like the bright side to this is and I just Mm -hmm. love her she's a great character that's fun maybe one day (laughs) I'll move it up on my book talk list. Just read the first scene really fast because you won't like the first scene. (laughs) I already know you won't. (laughs) Yeah, just skip over it. It's fine. You told me the majority, right? I wasn't a big fan of most of it. The ideas behind it and like the imagery, it's all gorgeous. and, And I liked it. But the feelings... There was a lot of feelings of like being trapped and being helpless. And that's always mm. been a thing for me that like the helplessness is not 
I don't like it. It's also yeah. the reason I didn't like um what's the um Zodiac Academy. That's the reason I didn't oh, like that. Okay. I like that also. <laughs> That's <laughs> like over here. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it was another it's one. It's obviously popular. Where, like, just, yeah. It doesn't it didn't sound like something that would be my jam because I don't really read that much like Academy. I don't like bully romance, but I read the first book and it just hit the feels that I wanted. It was like for the I there's like I think I've said this on here before but there's like it's like trashy television it's like reality tv sometimes you just want that like it doesn't mean that the book is trashy but it's like I want something trashy right now for lack of better term and that is like what that and I only read the first one but that is what that gave me and it was just like what I wanted at the moment yeah sometimes that's what a book is yeah yeah, and that's a long series. I've and those heard books that that made so me long. really discouraged. I was like, yeah. I because I got the bookish box one, so now I have to get like the second, the second pressing of the whatever the like rest of the series. I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't realize there were so many. Yeah, but now I'm in it. Now you I'm are, it. but I mean, y- y'all know how slow I read my TBR, <laughs> so we'll see whenever I get to the next book. It'll just be yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, so the book that I read was Daughter of No Worlds by Ooh. Clarissa. What is her name? Tess. Tess left. Never mind. It's fine. It's, <laughs> it's Clarissa Broadbent. <laughs> this, thank you. I can never say her last name correctly <laughs> for some reason. But anyway, so Tess and I actually buddy read that, which was such a good mm-hmm. experience for a book like that because I felt like I had a lot of expectations and we were reading it kind of like obviously to experience it because it was pretty popular, but also because I wanted to see like why this worked for, for people and why people loved it so much because that series really blew up. And I actually am really impressed by the way she promotes those books because they're not your typical turning the pages or even doing like the scenes. Like she really promotes it with like the tropes and the way the books look and also just her as a person like she does a lot of like um combination videos where it's the process of her writing the book and then putting it together and then all of a sudden here it is you know kind of thing I don't think I follow her you should she's she's great but Mm -hmm. yeah it's a very different way I think that she promotes her books which is very fascinating to me and I don't remember seeing I don't think I see any, I saw any videos that had scenes. It was literally just her progression video of her like writing it. And then there's the map and then there's the hardcover and here's the cover. And it was a whole thing. So anyway, so Tess and I buddy read it, which was really interesting because it does have a really slow burn romance that I love, but I was also like very frustrated at times. And it was really fun to like read it in the way that you can discuss it with somebody. I just I'm a big fan of buddy reading now. And so like it was really fun. But anyway, it's um it follows a girl who is a slave and she basically her whole mission is to save her best friend that she leaves behind when she does leave, like when she does escape her slavery. And so then she goes to I think it's the orders. So like the people who have like magical magical powers. Are they magical powers? Anyway, I would say magical, right? I was thinking when you were talking about your tattoo, I was like, this one has like geography stuff. (laughs) They draw circles. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they have like different (laughs) magical things and stuff. And so she goes to the orders who like train. And so she's like older than she should be if she's going to be trained in these arts of magic or whatever. 
And so she gets assigned this very grumpy dude who's like, I don't want to be part of this world anymore. Let me live in my little cottage and take care of my garden. And I just love him so much. He's the best, Max. (laughs) Yeah. And so he's not, when I say old grumpy dude, like he's not old. Like he's just, you know, a few years old. Yeah, he's probably like in his 20s. He's like probably in his late 20s and she's in her early 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just, but he's just done, right? He's done with being like a soldier. He's done with being part of the orders. And so he's like, leave me alone. Let me have my life. And so then she just literally gets dropped in his front's doorstep and is like, train her. And then she stubbornly just makes him train her. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) Um, But the whole thing is like, the world is really great. I feel like a lot of people talk about the world building in it. And I did have a lot of issues with that because I was like, but where's the world building? I feel like there was a lot of things that were skipped over, but at the same time, by the time I was done reading the book, I was like fully satisfied, you know, like I was like, okay, yes, like I need to read the second book now because I am in this. I want I want more. I want to figure out what everything is. So I am excited about reading the second book. Tess and I are supposed to buddy read it, but, you know, she's not reading really. And she's just too busy. I have hardly it's read fine. anything. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to read the book too so bad, though. Yeah, it's one of those things where like. So I started reading this one and didn't finish it. But not in like oh, a, a DNF, like, oh, it's not. Well, so I do this. I, I do this all the time where I just like start reading and like, I will only keep reading if I have to keep reading and then something else will distract me and I'll go to that and hop to that <laughs> uh, with intent, with intentions of going back because I enjoyed what I read. I just wasn't mm-hmm. like so hooked. I couldn't put it down yet. I got to a point where I met Max. Yeah. Um, oh. And that's where oh, there's so much cool um, stuff that happens. There's, I really, and I can't, I'm not going to say the, the way it takes a unexpected direction and it was a certain trope and a certain type of magic that I really liked. It was kind of creepy in like a really good way. I loved that. When, when that happened, the story, I was just like, Oh, this is getting good. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It is. I, I am, I think I was very surprised by just how slow moving the whole book was because I am so used to book talk books being like this super fast paced adventure or like a lot of romance, a lot of and that's kind of like what guilds like too. like that first book is like it's really slow in terms of what we consider bingy pacing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. It's it's very interesting it's very that interesting. like TikTok <laughs> t- books that get big on TikTok aren't always like what you expect them because yeah you do expect them to be like oh this is probably like really bingy page turner light and fluffy uh you know probably nothing too intense but it's probably going to be super steamy and ridiculous um but yeah some of them are actually like these really slow burn super epic like character driven plots that you really have to sit with and that's kind of cool to see that book talk books can are you know they're varied yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing about big t- book talk. I feel like people don't really, all of TikTok really, people don't always realize they think that it's like, oh, romance, all, all this or whatever, or all young adult or whatever their perception is. But really there's like these pockets all over the place of all these different niches. And uh, it's like there's little communities that kind of make up a whole, but you can have like, it's, there's, it's just varied. It's so interesting to me. Yeah, so I think there's some great. that are like high fantasy, like super high fantasy. I have book talk mm-hmm. books I'd love to read. Um, oh, what's the one that one that, the real thick one with a yellow cover and a little dragon on it? I can't think of the title. Oh, oh the that Priory one. of the Orange Tree. That one. Yeah. 
Yeah, I have that. I would like to read uh, Babel, which is not high fantasy, but like oh, is a dark that academia. One. That on my TBR for a million years. Yep. Same, and same. Those are, those are book tech book. Those are book tech books, but yeah. they are not romance or like not. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, there's it's yeah, it's fascinating. Just there's so much variety mm-hmm. and it's just so great to have like this space where people can share books that they love. And, you know, sometimes those books just get really blown out of you know, the water and then it's just like they're everywhere. And all of a sudden this author really has like a platform and I don't know, yeah. it's just really fun. It's really There's fun so to many. see. Obviously we would like to see that for our books as well, because like, <laughs> I mean, obviously, but it's just, yeah, it's, it's a great time and I love book talk and that is all, that is all I'm going to say about that really fast. Um, we're almost out of time here because, you know, we just, this is a great topic and we love to talk. But what book talk book would you like to read next, Stacey? Okay, uh, I've got two, and they're from the same publisher. Um, Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. Uh, This book is not yet really a book talk book, but I think that it might be. I've seen it mentioned a time or two. Her last book went super viral, um, and I think it was contemporary, and this one is fantasy. I've read this author before. I've met this author. She's super sweet, and I love that she writes really, really, like, deep emotions. It's one of the things I love about books in general so I'm excited to see how she does this in a fantasy um and then the other one is uh assistant to the villain which is um a tiktoker that um I've been following for a while and she does this series where she like this is what it would be like if I was the assistant the sun- mm-hmm. sunshiny assistant sunshine, to yeah. uh the grumpy villain yeah and so she does these little like s- scenarios where she like acts out those scenes yep. and she wrote a book about it and this Aww. book is coming out with um it's entangled's new adult um, they just opened like a new branch or whatever you call it imprint. Um, and so in- entangled is the ones who publish crave. So it's the same publisher as all that. Okay. So. Yeah. I know that'd be fun. I have, I do follow her as well and she's really fun and I'm really excited to see what this book is like actually like, yeah. because her little skits are hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always get me, but Tess, what about you? Uh, the next big book talk sensation that I want to read is another book by uh, Carissa Broadbent, which is Serpent and the Wings of Night. This book, I don't know whether it like took off because of Bookstagram or TikTok, but it got huge. And now it is like a massive, like this is another one of those ones where like you go on and someone's saying their their list of like favorite fantasy romance books right now. And it's always on it. Like mm-hmm. this book has yeah. gotten such great like such a huge fandom like people love it there's so many people have such great things to say about it so um I really 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 want to read it and compare and see how it compares to um to uh Daughter of No Worlds because I saw like her post that like when that when Servant in the Wings of Night first came out it that other series started people wanted to read more of her book so that series started taking off so this one was actually like from what it sounds like her like breakout book like this is one that made her like just skyrocket into like in a really big time indie author and then the other series got really big so that's really cool too to see that that it's like you know some of these are like people's debut books or whatever and they like go crazy yeah, yeah. but this one is this one is just a first book in a new series and I'm really excited to read it yeah, that's going to be great. Um, and I'm not reading fantasy because my brain is still on just romance. So there is a uh, book talker or tic- yeah, the author on TikTok. She shares um, Kyla Gross, Grosse. I don't know how to correctly say her name. So I'm, my bad. But she has this um, contemporary. I like you like that. That's the name of the book. And it's basically a contemporary about this curvy girl who uh 
told her like best friend, childhood best friend that she liked him when they were younger and he rejected her. And so then she actually becomes this like a singing pop star sensation and she's like bigger. And so she's like very outspoken, blah, blah. But then she gets a stalker. And so she her company hires a bodyguard and the bodyguard is her best friend from like 10 years oh ago. Oh, my gosh. It sounds and, so good. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And I have seen other people outside of the author talk about this book and do like the little clips of like this scene and whatever. And there's these like two specific scenes that I'm just like, yes, I, this sold me. This sold me completely. And it was cool to see a reader do that instead of just like the author, you know, because they like really love the book. So yeah, I'm excited. I downloaded it. Um, it's on Ken Kindle Unlimited. So it's on my it's on my Kindle waiting for me. I'm I'm excited. Ooh, I just finished the book. I so I'm that like that one too now. Oh, I'm so <laughs> mad. I hate when my TBR gets longer. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's infinite. Just, just, yeah. just accept yeah. it. <laughs> just accept it. Um, yeah, but that'll be all for us. I would love to hear, we would love to hear what book talk books you read or you want to read. If you have any on your uh, list, share it with us. We want to know. Um, go ahead and do that on our Instagram at Reading Queens Pod or Facebook, same handle. Follow us on there as well. We share fun things from our lives and from the books that we're reading and stuff that we're doing. So definitely come hang out with us and talk to us. We'd love, love to have feedback, basically. And have these conversations with you. So yeah. And then um, also before you go, please leave us a star rating or a review on your favorite podcast platform. And then tell everybody to come hang out with us on Wednesdays because we have new video, new videos, new videos, new <laughs> podcasts coming out um, on Wednesdays. And next week is going to be another fun topic. So yeah, that's that's all. That's all, folks. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.